Thank you for tuning in to a Budapest Beacon podcast. I'm Ben Novak. Joining me in the studio today, Mr. Zoltan Case. He is the MP representing Vesprim's first electoral district. Zoli, thanks for coming by. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's been a pretty eventful few months here. We're running up to the elections. Are you worried about your seat in parliament at all? It's, it's interesting to look at my seat and the prospects for uh, the national level. Uh, I believe that uh, as for Vesprim, uh, I am the candidate or the sitting, the incumbent MP who has the most chance to defeat the uh, candidate of uh, the governing party. As for the country itself, um, I'm still optimistic and I think there's still a chance to defeat Fidesz if the focus is put on the 106 constituencies uh, rather than the parties themselves. So I think in, in, in the next election, the main message is that there can be a lot of good candidates no matter what parties they belong to. If, you know, this is what I call the, the Highlander project, only one remains. The Highlander project, yeah, nice. Yeah, only one remains, which means if there is one candidate against the Fidesz guy, well, we can give them hell. So what do you, what do you make of the fact that uh, Momentum is going to be running a candidate against you? Uh, if this happens on don't a Don't bet of, on that. You think they're going to step back? Well, that's the only chance every party has. I mean, if, if they don't understand how... Uh, this election law works, then they are uh, not only betraying the country, they're betraying their own voters. The vo- I, mean, I mean, put it bluntly, um, you, you, you know, I, I look at this election as, as, as it was, uh, you know, demand and supply. What do the voters demand? They demand the opposition parties to cooperate no matter how and no matter to what extent. Um, so for me as a politician, I have to supply them with good options. I think the only option, as for now, is to fully cooperate. The more parties or more uh, candidates you have running in each electoral district, the more it splits the vote on the opposition side. What is your job as an independent opposition MP? Are you trying, do you actively try to facilitate dialogue between parties to actually, hey guys, consider working together in this particular electoral district? Uh, Are you active in that way at all? Exactly, yeah. I'm doing it in my uh, district and also on the national level. I talk to party leaders, try to convince them that this is the only option that works. Some of them understand it. Oh, actually, I should say most of them understand it. However, uh, you know, we still have about five months up to the election, so they are still in the race of being the best of all and to come out of this negotiation process as the one or the ones that have or that can put up the most candidates. Mm. Can Yulbik be a partner in any kind of opposition cooperation? Again, if you look at the demand and supply relations, look at what voters want. Look at the polls. Uh, In my district, what we've experienced is that there is an openness among voters to to Yulbik. But it means, well, in in my case, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky because I am the one who has the chance, not the Yulbik, uh, candidate, I, I believe that there can be some kind of a shift of Jobbik voters in my direction in a very interesting way. Because on the list, they can still vote for Jobbik. For the individual candidate, mm-hmm. they can vote for me. So their party preference will not be lost, but they can vote for the Highlander project, as I put it for earlier. I've heard Yobi politicians talking about this. So that there should be a tactical voting mm-hmm. in some constituencies where 
For example, in top water, they have a very good candidate. So they're going to allocate resources there, but they're not going to allocate resources to places where they see that there's a chance for the opposition to win, but it's not there. Candidate. What were some of the mistakes that were made in this opposition cooperation in 2014 that you would caution everybody to, you know, refrain from engaging in again? 2014, everything was decided by the party leaders up here in Budapest. Um, as I call, some of the candidates who ran were, you know, parachutists, as I call them, because they had nothing to do with the certain district. Mm-hmm. I think this is a crucial mistake that they made. Some of the candidates... So their district for the first time when they were selected, hey, you're going to run here. Okay, but this is this is not how it should be played out now. We should find people in the districts, and that's where the emphasis should be shifted from uh, centrally decided uh, maneuvers or whatever to basically building up everything from the bottom to towards the top, not from the top to the bottom. Guyash Marti announced two weeks ago that uh, they should start doing polling in individual electoral districts just to see, you know, which which of these candidates would be the most likely uh, front runner from, from the opposition. Do you think it's likely that opposition parties can actually work together to throw down the costs of actually doing this polling for everybody's sake? That's the only option, as I mentioned. I'm, I'm very much in favor of polling because this is the way you can get a clear picture of who's Who's the candidate with the most chance against the uh, Fidesz guy? Well, you know, I'm not a member of any party, so I can say it easily that this is the only chance. Obviously, we have to understand that the the will of the people at the moment and the party interests do not meet. I should work, and actually that's why I'm working on, to somehow make these two come close to each other and having the party interests and the will of the people meet somewhere in the middle. LMP uh, for years has said it wouldn't work with anybody, with any other op- any other party in, a, in, a, in an election. Now we see that LMP is teaming up with Uikazdet. Um, is that a sign that you welcome? Well, LMP has said that it's not willing to work with any parties of the past. I'm not a party. If they're willing to cooperate with me on a district level, that can prove that they have changed. If they don't... Has there, been, would, has there been any outreach w- towards you yet? We've talked, yes. And uh, obviously they have, they have seen some polls which indicate that they have no chance there, but I do. What impact does the consolidation of media on the government's side uh, have on your work and your ability to communicate with your constituency? Look, it's not a totally new situation for me because back then when I ran in 2015, I also saw a very similar situation. So I I had to face the same things. However, with online presence, with social media and with door-to-door campaigning, you can beat them. So you're not at all you're not at all worried about this situation in your in your case. No, because I've experienced it already, and you know, uh, I've in the past two and a half years, the local media has boycotted me, totally. I mean, as if I I was non-existent. However, I have my own newspaper, which I print out. We we, we distribute them, which also gives me a chance to meet voters. I'm the MP who you know puts the newspapers in the mailboxes. So they see me, they talk to me, we communicate. And and also uh, online, um, I have 12,500 Facebook followers, uh, which is 
Yeah, it's sizable. Quite, yeah, quite good number. So, what do you think of this uh, this this grant that the U.S. State Department uh, announced a few weeks ago? Seven hundred something thousand dollars that they're going to be giving for independent media. Um, they seem to be targeting the the countryside, the, countryside. More, the more rural areas. Uh, do you think this is a gross intervention into Hungary's domestic affairs? Well, you should ask the government about uh, RT being put on. Um, you know, the between. I mean, among the choices of the television stations. I mean, Putin is already intervening in not only in Hungary, but everywhere in the world. Do you think more governments should offer to put up money for uh, media in the countryside? There is no Hungarian, independent Hungarian media in the countryside. And any kind of help is welcome, I think. To what extent do you think the, the consolidation of media in the countryside influences voters? It's a very interesting question because uh, I've already seen numbers of how the circulation and the, and you know, how Vote the population uh, subscribes to these newspapers. For example, in Westprem County, there is the so-called NOP law. Uh, a couple of years ago, it had forty-two thousand subscribers. Now twenty-three. Wow! So we have seen a very significant drop because, I mean, you know, voters are not stupid, and you know, once they see that their newspaper is just government propaganda. They're not going to subscribe to it anymore. So how do these newspapers stay alive then? Well, from our money, from taxpayers' money. I mean, obviously, if you look at what's in them, it's basically centrally written news, nothing really locally or very, very, very few items, and lots of anti-Shorosh propaganda, lots of government propaganda. That's how. How do the, the residents of your electoral district see this uh, George Soros campaign, this Stop Shodosh Plan national consultation? Um, you know, Fidesz is only targeting the two million voters it has. That's the maximum it can reach. It's the, the, the plan of the government is to hold the two million together. They're not going to attract new voters. Do you think they're reaching out to the far right with this with this campaign? They might be reaching out to the far, far right. However, they're also losing some of their voters. Mm-hmm. So this number of two million will not change. All right. Zoltan Kish and the Highlander plan. Thanks very much for coming on. Thank you very much for having me.